What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply easewellness.com for the cbd ease.com and as always the promo code tam yep guy and it's it's a hell of a deal you get 20 dollars off your first purchase over 50 dollars free delivery bosa debuted in practice on saturday second practice Kyle guys Shanahan. the 49er it's great well yeah i mean all the camp uh got hurt i mean really is it his second or is it like really his first if he got hurt on immediately in the first one you could argue it's the only um, one he's ever finished but there were some uh, some good quotes coming out of it. Joe Staley was impressed. Um, Mike McGlinchey was impressed. Robert Sala said he wins in close quarters. McGlinchey described him as a technician. Um, he's polished, big, powerful kid, smart enough to use his hands, get down to bend around the corner. Lights get into your body. Uh I mean, it's not bad, John. I don't know how much stock we put in it, but it's not not terrible. Like, you know what I think about when I read some of these quotes? Is what you always told me when you were in Philly. Uh, is just how, like, the first day. And I would count this as really his first day since his first day got cut short before anything really happened. Because you can always say in OTAs if it's ugly, we got training camp. How when you would see a guy, like your first pick, like you'd know pretty quick, like, oh, we okay, okay. Everyone would just take a deep breath or like, uh, this guy okay? You know, like, uh, yeah, this receiver, can he catch? Yeah, t- to me, the pressure on this player, you know what I kept coming back to, and we talked about it a little bit last week, is my timeline, I don't know about yours, and maybe it's because I just follow randomly a lot of Cleveland people, has been inundated with Odell Beckham highlights. So at the end of the day, this guy is not just being compared to a normal number one pick, and not just going to get compared to when Quinn and Williams and Josh Allen and... Before we started recording, I looked at my timeline and there was like, uh, I guess the Tampa Bay Bucks put on pads today, and Devin White had some sweet tackle for loss. Like he's gonna get compared to all those guys because the 49ers could have picked in any of those. He was the number one player on their board defensively in a defensive draft, but also Odell Beckham, who you, who was. It's not like you had to trade for Odell and then pay him. He was under contract and he was 24 years old, so you could have had Odell Beckham. I I, I think the pressure. And the intensity on this individual 
it just is sky high. And it's, yeah, it's positive, but not typically after day one or day two, because now as we're recording this, you have two practices here. You know, Joe Staley, what do you think of uh, Nick Bosa? He stinks. You know, it's, it's always going to be positive and upbeat. Right. But, you know, I, I, I've i seen enough Barros and the Mayokos and those type guys that all said he shined. So, and those guys aren't, they're not picking a side one way or the other. So for them to say that, a guy just had a good day, which is a good thing. Now, I also think this guy, of all the sports that you can possibly cover, this is the one where you can have a legitimate team practice and it really have little meaning to the actual sport until the even the pads come on. And then you could argue with the way the practices are in 2019. They don't even parallel the sport as much. Now, we'll get into it a little later. I think the... I think hitting and jacked up. Those segments are coming back in the NFL. Roger gave everyone the green light. You can start tweeting big hits from training camp again. So maybe the physical nature is coming back a little bit, like some some junction boy style. But I, <laughs> uh, I'd say it's a positive. I'd say it's a positive. And I'm gonna go see him in practice. But again, even in even when the pads come on, you know, it's not like McGlinchey and whoever you know they're double teaming him, driving into the ground. So it's. You just want to see the speed and the t- he's a technician and all that BS. I, I knew that. To me, it's just going to be like when you line up. I don't even know who they play week one. Whoever they're playing week one, is he good enough? Week one of the uh, regular season or week one of the, reg- the, the regular season? Do you know who their week one opponent is? John, off the top of my head. And as soon as this page loads. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously Tampa at Tampa. That's who they open up with. Ugh. 10 a.m. Tampa game Sunday morning? Gross. No, that game's 125. Week two is 10 a.m. at Cincy. Ooh. They open up back-to-back on the road? Yeah. Shows you Middlecoff hasn't... You know, the funny thing is, like, Middlecoff, you are a Raiders hater. I can name their two, two first opponents with ease. Monday night, Denver Broncos, and the Kansas City Chiefs at home. How about that? Well, those are cool... Because those are cooler games, John. These The, the Niners... But you, but you have to we, admit, you can't be you can't call me a Niner homer if I don't even know who they open up with. I mean, we're, we're July. We're you're, overco- you're overcompensating, clearly. Uh, they at Tampa, at Cincy, Pittsburgh at home, then a bye, then Cleveland Monday Night Football. Would you say it's realistic that they're two and zero with the Steelers coming in? Two road wins. Well, Cincy's going to be terrible. AJ Green's out. Yeah, AJ Green's out, and Tampa's just not very good. But I think the one thing you always say, it, NFL much more in college. But I think college is a little like this than anything. I mean, week one, you don't know your shitty yet. So Tampa could be a five-win team. They don't know that. They think they're a playoff team. That's why you see a lot of weird scores week one. Not not to get into like, uh, yeah, you're, it's you're, it's true. I, not to get into Niners' schedule breakdown, but they play. Okay. They play. I'm always down for a good schedule breakdown. Well, I just mean like this isn't new information to you know the, the people that are listening. But, but I think it's out of touch. Out of like the schedule comes out. Everyone's true. fired okay, up. So and here's 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 the they they play the Rams week six, then they play the Cardinals week nine, which is um, a Thursday night Halloween night. Okay, that Cardinals game week nine is their second divisional game. So they got four of their divisional games after week ten. Yeah, because then they go Seattle, Arizona again, Green Bay, Baltimore, New Orleans, Atlanta, the Rams second meeting, and Seattle second meeting. They play they play the Arizona Cardinals twice in three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. 
Yeah. I mean, you're. I, so I, I feel so like Haberman's kind like, of on the Cardinals bandwagon right now. <laughs> we'll get to them too. I'm down on the schedule right now. Is what I am. You think it's hard? Like I like divisional game. I like just like give me a couple divisional games in the first month and a half. Like all these are just Pittsburgh. Okay, that's cool. Like Cleveland's cool, but at Washington, Carolina. Well, that's part of when you get a last place schedule. So they're playing shitty teams. I know. Again, in theory, that's it's hard to tell. That's I just, that's what I'm saying. Like I get that. I just want the divisional games. You think you could do a better job making the schedule than the people back at the yeah, league office? Of course, no question. If only I only had to make one team schedule, I definitely could nail it. Anyway, um, Nick Bosa. You, you, I, well, I, I was thinking this because yeah. I keep coming around. I'm going to compare Bosa equally as much, if not more. Like if Odell Beckham goes on like one of the great true three year runs, which I think he might go on now these next couple of years. Like part of Bosa, it's not fair, but you're going to be compared a little bit to that because you could have had that player. Right, as much as we're going to compare him to like, oh, Devin White's the MVP, you know, the rookie MVP. Yeah, to a degree, but wasn't there some thought that the Giants were trying to keep him out of the conference, that they'd rather trade him to Cleveland? You would the tell me this would the would the New York Giants have taken Jabril Pepper seventeen and third round or just pick two? Uh, well, they needed Jabril Peppers. Remember, they remember they needed a starter safety. So Kwaski Tart and pick two. That seems a little a lot though. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I pick, pick, pick two is a lot, guy, because you could just as trade attractive back. as it gets. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you would think that they would take that because one thing we know, right, is let's like, siphon out Jabril Peppers seventeen and that third round pick don't sniff pick two, right? In a, the numbers. Right. So then you throw in Peppers, who I think most people think is like an average starter. That doesn't equal pick two. Like the pick pick two, and this was the Niners' argument, is really valuable. And it's true until you pick the player. And then now, yeah, that pick is valuable. Now it's Nick Bosa. So what is right. – it's no longer this is kind of you, arbitrary value. Well, you couldn't value. trade the Browns Nick Bosa for Odell Beckham straight up right now. Say that again. You could not trade the Browns, Nick Bosa, for Odell Beckham. Today. They would hang up on you. Where the Niners might. Well, but I guess they wouldn't have because they already knew they were going to take Nick Bosa, right? So they, to me, they basically valued, we like Nick Bosa more than Odell Beckham. Now, part of that is cost control, financial stuff. There's, there's, it's not in a vacuum, Odell right? being just like kind of a wild card guy. Right? That's the other part of that equation. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like... Nick Bosa, while a good player, he was injured. I know. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just saying, Wild like Odell. Wild that was part of it with Odell. That's true. It's not like you were trading for, you know, the equivalent of like Hopkins or Julio. That's just a no doubt about it, normal human that you can play with. I don't think. It's interesting. Like, would you have traded the Texans number two straight up for uh, Hopkins? Like, would the Niners yeah. probably entertain that more than Odell? Probably, actually. Just because they but need I feel a normal like, human? I feel like they entertained Odell. Well, they 100% entertained Odell. But, like, those guys weren't available. Like, you couldn't get Hopkins. Like, they're not trading him to you. Right? Right. Antonio was on the block, and they thought, no, we're not touching him. And even the Raiders, Which, I'll give them some credit. Like, they're like, we're touching him, but we're not over. We're not giving you a second-round pick for him. So, Antonio was kind of unique. Because if Antonio uh, um, was normal 
and they were trading him. What would the Steelers have got for Antonio? First round pick, easily, right? Yeah, if Antonio was normal, the Steelers wouldn't have been trading him. <laughs> no. Uh, to, but your question you answer you bring up is interesting. I think if if Nick Bose is a legitimate Pro Bowler, even if Odell Beckham is a top five player the next three years, that's I mean, fine. You could have had Odell, but I just think as long as Nick Bose is a a great play, if it looks like a great pick, like how good okay. does he need to be? He needs to be a Pro Bowler. It was his second pick. I don't need him to be an all-pro in the first three years, but he needs to be a pro, like a real pro bowler, not a fourth alternate pro To bowler. me, he, guy, he's probably got to be a double-digit sack guy by year two. And, and, yeah. and this year, it's pretty clear they got something special, right? Like, to me, you could have six or seven sacks this year, but when I watch him, I go, that guy's got a chance to be excellent, right? I, I can live with that. I, to me, I don't have a number set. Like, he's got to get – he's got to match Bradley Chubb's 12. No. But I know this, the Broncos would tell you, we didn't need to see his sack numbers and know how good he was about by like the end of September, right? Well, I, yeah, I, I, I vividly remember texting a guy year. on the Raiders staff uh, during the OTAs of Khalil Mack's rookie year, and he now again, the bar was really low because their team was god-awful. But he's like, he's the best player on our team. And that his rookie year, he had four sacks. But it was clear, like, this Khalil Mack guy, holy shit. That's what I kind of want, yeah, guy. I, to me, like it's it, it it's not even so much in it's not so much as a number as are we sitting here next year going well you know if Nick can just put it together like that's the conversation you don't want to be hey it was a nice year but you really need him to step up like that's the conversation I'll, I'll, I'll give you a scenario God, I, I can do hypotheticals all day long in training camp Solomon Thomas who clearly physically looks a lot better. You know, I think people are bullish on him. He looks a lot better on the practice field. Now, I, I'm going to judge Solomon Thomas zero until preseason games and NFL games because making plays at practice, whatever. Like he's at the point now where he's got to do something. What if he resurrects his career and is good? Then do and then does Bosa not quite have to be? Can Bosa just be solid? Or then in a perfect world, you're like, no. well, I draft this guy too. I want them both to be good. No, yeah, no. Could Nick, could they have a gem in Solomon? Take- when I say a gem, like just something that everyone's written off and he actually might not be that terrible, I don't know. Right, but that that's not Pro Bowl or that's just solid, right? Yeah. Like, like so, at this like, point now, even though he was a second pick, now it feels like Pro Bowl's gravy. Well, that's not where we are with Nick Bosa. No, 100%. Like Solomon Thomas. Pro Bowl's not gravy. In 2018, was consistently getting benched in games when they were, you know, 3-10. and 10. Like that's... Right, which means just not getting benched would be success now. We, we've moved the bar. Yeah. Where you agree, like Nick Bosa, not only is an immediate starter, but he's got an impact. We need impact. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.